I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, are you a physical therapist, a therapy practice owner that is looking to have or get or keep and retain more private pay paying patients, more patients, more clients, spending whatever you think is fair or competitive in your area. It could be $100 a visit, $200, $300, $400 a visit, whatever it might be. If you are in network and you're trying to add private pay services, if you are brick and mortar, if you are mobile concierge, you're traveling to your patients, if you have therapists that travel to your patients, or you just happen to have a physical therapy clinic and you're getting frustrated with the insurance issues and the issues with authorizations and um, Cigna stock is up 17% today, at the same time in the fourth quarter where they are usually denying a lot of claims and authorizations because they're trying to hit their stock price for Wall Street. Just saw that by another practice owner put that on Facebook, so I wanted to reiterate that. So there's all these demands and forces in the physical therapy world. We know that you know some folks really do need insurance and they cannot pay out of pocket. I understand that my offering and maybe even your offering, my offering is not for everyone. I'm making this episode quick. I've had some colleagues reach out and they said, hey, like, just basically, what's your secret sauce? Like, what's your your setup? How do you get people to pay out of pocket? How does someone go through your practice? How do they, how do you speak with them? What are the touch points? We're going to go through all that right now. I have nothing to sell you. My name is Dave Kittle, owner of Concierge Pain Relief, home physical therapy in New York City. And our therapists travel to our patients and clients. We see ortho and neuro conditions and recently hired a pelvic floor physical therapist as well. Also, Fieldmaker Group, we're looking to speak with practice owners about partnering or acquiring some or all of their practice. And today, I'm going to share my screen. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to write out kind of like a a plan or a little bit of a Google Doc of the notes of this episode. If you want that afterwards, just send me an email. If you're listening on iTunes and Spotify, follow along. Let me share my screen here. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through my touch points of what seems to work for me. It might be different for you. Maybe it doesn't work for you. I don't know. Uh, but this is my secret sauce, how to attract and keep cash paying patients. Let's get in, right into it. For me, it starts with online advertising. You might think, oh, it starts with you know the treatment and the evaluation and a patient actually coming to your brick and mortar office or you starting, you're meeting a patient or a client for the first time. That's a little bit down the road for us. We start at this point of always be advertising. So always be advertising for us. And again, I'm going to make this a little bit bigger. I'm sharing my screen here. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to follow along. And if you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, uh, hopefully the audio will be enough as I kind of walk us through this. Always be advertising. Uh, for for me, it's Google Ads, but you know, Facebook Ads work for a lot of practices, a lot of a lot of therapists out there. So for me, you're going to get you're going to get bad leads. You're going to get okay or, or good leads. Leads are prospective patients, and then you're going to get you know great or ideal leads or ideal prospective patients. You have to pay for all that. That is the nature of advertising. It's just, you know, your your winners, the 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 folks that love what you do and they want to spend 2 or 300 dollars a visit for weeks or months or in some cases years. These great leads 
these great prospective patients and cases and plans of care, they pay for the good and the bad leads. The bad leads are going to be like we get bad leads where someone calls in, they click on our Google ad and they're like, yeah, I was looking I was looking for, you know, Dr. Tommy at, at Fox Rehab. And obviously they were looking to call Fox Rehab and they were not looking to call concierge pain relief. And, you know, we don't have a Dr. Tommy. So, you know, we know that they're looking to call somewhere else. And that happens. That's just part of online advertising. People click on something, they think it's one thing. And it, you know, maybe that goes back into your messaging, but you're going to get bad leads. You're going to get good leads where they're looking for physical therapy, but they are really just, you know, insurance focused. Maybe they don't have the resources, the budget. They just, you know, they have a lot of other expenditures, their rent, their living expenses, whatever it might be. They just, they either don't have the money or they don't want to spend the money or that they don't believe in your product and service well enough, or they don't believe in themselves to actually have the follow through or the follow up to actually go through your option, your plan of care, your treatment style, your practice to get the outcome that they want. So always be advertising is where I kind of start this whole thing of like, again, I had colleagues and buddies that reach out. They're like, Dave, what's your secret sauce? Like maybe you should make an episode called your secret sauce. So here we go. This is it. How to attract and keep and retain cash paying or private paying patients. Okay. Next component is the phone. The phone is huge, at least for me. The phone phone calls must always be answered. For me, it's 24-7. I use an answering service. There's other you know folks out there that, that provide stuff like this. But for me, it's an answering service. I'll write this in here, answering service. Now, I'm not going to say which one I use because I'm not like too... I've gone through several. And it's really just to like... So when the phone gets answered, at least in New York City, maybe it's different wherever you're at, but when the phone call gets answered, it provides an initial point of, okay, this practice is actually open. They're seeing patients. They're not eager, but they're they're looking to help patients and and they're potentially ready to do business versus I used to use a Google voice number when I started my practice and new patients, new leads would call. They would not really leave voicemails. Obviously, that shows that they were not necessarily hot or warm leads. They were just you know, probably cold leads or lukewarm at best. And if they didn't leave a voicemail and then I was treating a patient or I was doing something else and then I called them back, there was a lower likelihood that they would actually answer the phone call. Even if I called one, two, three, whatever times or left a voicemail or text or whatever, I saw the signal. I understood the signal, at least in New York City, that if the phone call on the patient front end when they call your practice for us, if the phone call was not answered, the likelihood of even speaking to the patient was lower and the likelihood of them actually becoming a private pay, paying out of pocket or out of network insurance or whatever, it was significantly lower. So I started using answering service. You know, you could just Google answering services for doctors and therapists online. You know, there's places that charge 30, 40 cents per minute and make maybe like a minimum of 30 to 50 bucks. And then obviously your your cost per month will increase over time. The more minutes that the answering service folks are on the phone with your prospective patients, which kind of goes back to the advertising. The more I spend on advertising, the higher cost I will have with the answering service. But that's totally fine because if I'm paying four, five, six hundred a month or whatever, even a thousand dollars a month for the answering service, the phones are being answered. I'm getting to screen those leads over email or text. I can listen to the callbacks. I can listen, I can, for our mobile therapists, I know immediately like the location of the patient, they will either give us the address or the uh, nearest corner intersection. I will let them know right away if we even have a therapist that covers that area or not. But anyway, phone calls, at least for us, must be answered. People don't like leaving voicemails. It just, it's becoming less and less, right? In our current culture, I think. 
less voicemails. So like I said, lower likelihood of then converting and becoming a, a private pay patient. Number three, whether it's you, your admin, your assistant, your secretary, your remote care coordinator, whatever it might be, speedy callback. So if you have an answering service, obviously the phone needs to be answered. If you have someone either in person, your brick and mortar office or remote or whatever, if the phone gets answered the soonest, then obviously that's a win. But if that's not the case, if, if you are treating patients and you care coordinator, your receptionist, whoever is sick or out of you know vacation or out of work or whatever it might be, speedy callback, same day. I wrote this in my notes. Same day, only if you want to win. And a little tongue in cheek there. Speedy callback the same day, only if you want to win, only if you want to help more people. As soon as possible is ideal here, folks. As soon as possible. Must be the same day. If you're trying to convey a world-class experience, like, you know, like a top hotel or whatever, you know, like a great therapy experience, you want those calls answered as, as soon as possible. And how about this? How about weekends or evenings? Well, yes, if you want it bad enough. If you want it bad enough, you'll figure it out. Either you, your secretary, your admin, your care coordinator, whatever, maybe you have a rotation of care coordinators or sec secretaries or receptions, whatever you want to term those individuals. Ron Miller calls his person, uh, I think, a concierge specialist, something like that. I mean, whatever you, whoever's doing the callbacks, it could be you as the practice owner, it could be your admin, whoever, whoever. Ideally, whoever is the best trained with, you know, sales and and presenting this this opportunity to your prospective patients, to these leads that are calling in. So, uh, weekends, holidays, that type of stuff. You want the calls, call back as soon as possible, and then obviously, like worst case scenario, whatever, like you know, text or or call back, you know, Monday morning. But also, if you are a mobile concierge practice owner and you're ramping up, even a, a text message to acknowledge their call, it sets the tone of, you know, you, you can't call them back right now, but the fact that they get a text from a doctor, doctor of physical therapy, or the office, your office, your admin, whoever, if your admin's tied up on another call or two or whatever it might be, if they get, if the prospective patient gets a text, hi, so-and-so, we received your call, thank you for calling us. We evaluate and treat patients all the time with sciatica. We will call you back shortly. They get that text. No one else in healthcare does that. Like very low likelihood. Other practices do that. It doesn't really happen. So that will immediately, like I said, starts from the advertising and they call in or they're writing into your website. These are the things that start the process of building at least what I'm doing in terms of whatever you want to call my secret sauce, but the steps to create a wow experience. Okay. You or your admin, whoever's on the phone, you or your admin cannot, cannot, you need training cannot get nervous about rejection. So whether it's cash, whether it's out of network practices, whatever it might be, this is, you know, in network, there's not really a sales process. It's like in network is like, do you take my United Healthcare? Yeah. Okay. When you want to schedule this day or this day, this time, this time. Okay. It's fluid. It, it's, it's a little bit different, but you and your admin or whoever's doing the callbacks cannot get nervous. You need to train, you need to practice. It only takes a day or two to get rusty. It only takes a day or two to get rusty on presenting physical therapy or PT or OT or SLP, whatever it might be, for two or $300 a visit when the caller oftentimes is clicking on a Facebook ad, a Google ad, they find you online, even word of mouth, whatever. And they're like, oftentimes thinking about insurance and do you take my insurance or whatever? And you say, no, we don't take that insurance or we used to take that insurance. We no longer do. Here's why we don't take it. And basically 
the cost out of pocket or the cost to work with us would be whatever, $250 a visit or $250 for the evaluation. And then we kind of build a plan of care and then we will go from there. You cannot get nervous. You cannot get nervous. Callers, this is my experience. Callers will offend you. They will scoff. They will, or they might blow you off. Possible. It happens. They may even, (laughs) I'm just laughing about previous calls. They may even disrespect you. They may disrespect your, you know, your skills, your, your value, your degree, your training, your whatever it might be, your certifications, your experience, you know, all of that, all of that experience and all that, you know, everything, whether on purpose or, you know, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Prospective patients, if they call in and then you don't take their insurance and you're saying, yeah, we, we charge $250 and they're like, well, my insurance says, you know, my copay is $40. Okay. Well, like that's an in-network office and here's why we're different. Here's what to expect if you go there. Here's what you can expect if you were to try us. And you cannot take it personal. You cannot take it personal. And you just move on, move on to the next call and just say, next, because there always should be a next because you're advertising, or at least at least we are all the time. Google ads, Facebook ads, whatever, or you have the next word of mouth referral and all that. So you move on. Okay, number five. So number number one was, number one was always be advertising. Number two, phone calls must be answered 24-7 using an answering service on the times that you don't have an admin or a secretary or assistant or whoever answering your phones. I suggest even if you close at five or six or seven or 8 p.m., like why not have an answering service for calls that come in at nine or 10 p.m.? I mean, we get calls at nine or 10 p.m. And sometimes it's someone like in severe sciatica or whatever, and they're looking for a visit the next day and they'll pay 300, 400, whatever dollars out of pocket if they can have a DPT coming to them the next day to alleviate some of this sciatica. And, you know, that's part of the special sauce, which is, it's just a different, it's a different approach. Why not have an answering service for weekends? Even if you're closing on weekends, why not have an answering service that literally, literally takes a couple dollars a month, tens of dollars a month, worst case scenario, hundreds of dollars per month. It's a write-off. It's a deduction. Who cares? Why not use an answering service? I don't have an affiliate link or referral link to, to share with you. If you want to learn more about mine, the one I use, you can email me or whatever. You can contact me or comment below. Number three, speedy callback, same day, only if you want to win. Speedy callback, show that you are on top of it. You, your practice, you're on top of your experience, your whole value proposition. When someone gets a speedy callback the same day, they will be surprised. They will be like, wow, this is different. And if if this is how they conduct their intro calls or their prospective patient calls, it helps with pre-buy-in that your treatment will actually be worth two or $300 out of pocket per visit, potentially. Potentially, you know, I'm assuming you have great therapists and all that, which I think is just table stakes. You got to be able to get people out of pain and treat the common things, back pain, neck pain, knee pain, shoulder pain, neuro conditions, balance, gait, whatever is your niche, whatever. I think all the treatment stuff is just table stakes. Like you just, that should just be table stakes. And all this is where you can really refine the front end of it. Number four, you, your admin cannot get nervous about rejection. You will get people who are like, you know, scoff at you and they're like, what you charge? How much that's too expensive. That, that's offensive. That is ridiculous. Who would pay that? I've heard everything, even in New York City, where you know the cost of living is higher and the wages and 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 uh, salaries are higher and all that. We, I mean, you know, there's people that are you know 
millionaires and they still don't want to pay two or $300 per visit out of pocket. All right, well, you know, we're not for you. So wish you the best of luck. And, you know, here's some places you can try nearby that maybe would be a better fit or whatever. So that was number four, cannot get nervous about rejection. Whoever's doing the callbacks, whether it's you, admin, secretary, whatever. Uh, Number five, follow up with your somewhat warm leads. So that would be any of prospective patients that showed a little bit of interest. They're like, oh, I want to think about it. Or, you know, maybe we're going to, I'm calling around other places and we're looking to maybe start therapy in the next week or two, or let me see what else is out there or whatever. So they're like, they're like kind of interested, but they they didn't say no. They didn't say hell no. They didn't say that's ridiculous. I would never pay that out of pocket, but they're like kind of interested and like they might need a different approach of communication style from you, your practice, whatever, and following up and touching base with them could potentially help. So again, we're talking about genuine interest. We're talking about you not being desperate, you, your practice, your admin, whatever, not calling up like, are are you looking to, you know, can we get you scheduled? You know, I know you said you want to think about it, but can we get you scheduled tomorrow or the next day? We got, you know, an opening here. We got an opening there. No, you can't be desperate. Don't even worry about trying to pitch them. It's really like trying to figure out where are they in the decision-making process. All right. And you could, you could literally ask them that, but there's really great stuff from Chris Voss. You should read the book, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. FBI hostage negotiator, one of the best books I've ever read in my life, kind of changed my life that one and um, pitch anything, which is more of like a investment raising money book, but it's about, you know, status and, and, and how to communicate in different words and questions and different styles of questions. You want to figure out with these patients, where are they in the decision making process? Where are they? You know, hey, Mr. Jones, um, I know, you know, we spoke a week or two ago. And you were looking for therapy for yourself or for your wife. And, you know, you're talking about the back pain or the the back pain that was shooting down into the leg with numbness and pain, whatever, and, you know, difficulty getting in and out of bed and dressing and bathing. And you were afraid you weren't going to be able to travel again, whatever, repeating all that type of stuff. Like, again, it just, yeah, it takes a little bit of effort. But if you have your admin, your secretary, whoever's doing the callbacks, the, the answering the phone, whatever, if they're able to repeat stuff that that person previously said on the phone, no one else does this. No one else is really hardly anyone is doing this. It shows you're on top of this different experience. You're on top of the communication, on top of building a relationship. And again, these things will shine. These things will be different. This is part of the secret sauce that is different on the front end. And then, like I said, it pre, it pre, it persuades or persuades these prospective patients. Like if this is how they are on the front end, they're not going to say it to themselves necessarily. They're going to kind of think it like if this is how it is with reaching out to this practice. And then they might've called two, three, four, five, six other places. And every other place is just like, yeah, we take your insurance and what's your insurance or whatever, but they, they're not going to do it this way. You will stand out. Your practice will stand out. It makes it easier to then present 200, 250, 300, 400, whatever dollars per visit for the evaluation or whatever. It makes it so much easier because now they've assigned more value or quality to the dollar amount that you're presenting them. And now it will make a little bit more sense in more people's minds. It'll make more sense in more prospective patients and callers' minds when they call in and they get this experience with you and your practice versus if they just call somewhere else. All right, let's keep going. Number six, number six, some, of course, we're going to talk about conversion. Some will convert and some won't. And then treatment begins. Conversion rates will be anywhere from, it depends if it's really cold leads, 20 to 40%. 
you know, you want to be obviously the higher, the better. It depends on how cold the leads are on Facebook or, or Google versus if they've, you know, they're a cold lead, but they read a bunch of your Google reviews and they're kind of warmed up or they look at your website and then they mention, oh, you have great Google reviews or this really resonated with me on your website, whatever, like they're, you know, they're warmer. And obviously they're kind of, those folks are going to convert at a higher percentage versus someone who just calling any therapy practice that's open that, ans- you know, that answers the phone. With treatment, you want to get to what I call peak of happiness. I don't want to go into this too much, but peak of happiness would be peak of happiness. You want to get to the peak of happiness as soon as possible, clinically, clinically. So a stiff knee, a stiff knee that doesn't bend more than 90 degrees. And you know, you do some manual therapy, some joint mobilizations, tib fib mobilizations, patellofemoral mobilizations, you show them some nerve glides, PNF, muscle energy techniques, whatever it might be. You do some treatment for five minutes. 20, 30 minutes, whatever it might be, drills, repeated movements, exercise, whatever. Then you come back, you recheck their range of motion. It could be the first visit. And if their knee now bends, they have more range of motion and or less pain. And they're like, their eyes pop out of their head. They're like, wow, like, I can't believe, like, I feel so much better or I have more range of motion or I have less pain or whatever. That could be their peak of happiness. At that point, you could ask at, at that visit or after the visit, you could ask for an online review, a Google review, Yelp review, whatever. You could ask for review then and not necessarily at the end of the plan of care. A lot of therapists ask for the review at the end of the plan of care after 10, 15, 20, 25 visits, whatever. You know, if that's the case with for our patients, like if they write a review after the first or second visit, which is we want a good review or a great review as soon as possible. And the peak of happiness could be in the first visit or the second or third visit. It might not be, you know, by the 20 or 25th visit or the 15th or whatever. Some of that enthusiasm could kind of wear off. It's like, you know, they're happy at that point and they want to mate, you know, they want to maintain and they want to do the, you know, follow through on the plan of care, but they might not have the same emotion and the the peak of happiness will maybe wane a little bit. And if that's the case, you could have people write a review on the first or second visit and just say like, hey, I would love for you to write about, you know, your peak of happiness and you're, you were so surprised and you thought physical therapy would not work. And we just did a simple mobilization of your knee and like, now you can bend it further, more range of motion, less pain, whatever. And you didn't think it would ever work. And, you know, if you could mention that on the Google review, that'd be amazing. And then after when you are graduating your plan of care or when you're 100%, you could always go back and edit the, you know, the online review, whatever. But guys, gals, listen, you don't have to wait until the end of the plan of care to ask for a Google review. Come on now. All right. Number seven, the wow experience. The wow experience. The wow experience continues. It continues with every touch point. Every time that they see you or your therapist, every time that they get a email, a text, you send them a home exercise program, you are confirming visits, whatever it might be. Along this process, as I kind of mentioned above, you want to nicely ask for referrals, such as saying, you know, who might you know? Who might you know? Who might you know that's dealing with some issue or complaining, you know, your neighbor, your colleague, your friend, your, your spouse, your cousin, whoever coworker, who might you know that's, you know, dealing with some issue like this and that's been complaining about it? Or if you're treating them for their knee pain, who might you know that's had that complaints of neck pain or or back pain? Or, hey, did you know that we also evaluate and treat migraines and headaches? And it's something that a lot of people think, oh, you just got to go take meds for. And, you know, no. Um, yeah. Wow. You guys treat, you know, evaluate and treat neck pain and headaches and and, uh, and migraines. Oh, I didn't know that. Great. And so you just constantly kind of bring up some of these during these touch points, bring up other ways that you can help their friends and colleagues and ask you for a referral. Number eight, excellent treatment and results are table stakes, as I mentioned. Excellent treatment and clinical results, outcomes, 
are table stakes. Number nine, cashless payments. Cashless payments for now, of course, some people want to pay cash or check or whatever. That's totally up to you. But we have a credit or debit card on file for every single patient. Otherwise, we we might not work with them. We certainly get a card on file for future cancellations. We have it because we go to our patients and clients. So if there's a cancellation, a late cancel or a no-show or whatever, obviously there's less no-shows when we're traveling to our patients and clients. But we will, if we have patients that want to pay via Zelle or Venmo or whatever, uh, we'll we'll take that. No problem. Fine. This is something from Jerry Durham. Like you want to make it easy and simple to help your patients and clients and whatever they whatever their preferred method of payment, like try to be flexible or as flexible as possible with that and try to see if you can make it happen. We do have a credit card or debit card on file for every single patient, even if they want to pay via Zelle or Venmo or whatever. But you know, nowadays like we have like almost almost zero percent of our patients. I can't even recall anyone that's paying with cash. It's it's been a while. So we, you know, and listen, the credit card fees, yes, you know, 3% or whatever, 3, 4%, whatever. It's a write-off, it's a tax deduction, it's a cost doing business. Don't even worry about it. And if you are worrying about that, then you probably need to raise your rates or you need to kind of rethink your priorities because a cashless payment uh, is what the consumer and prefers all over the world, whether it's a bagel shop, whether it's going into Apple to buy a computer or an iPhone or to buy clothes, the holiday season, shopping, whatever, more and more people are carrying less cash and you just got to make it seamless. So uh, let's see, 10, 10, all the results, all of this results in trust and word of mouth, which is how all of you probably, you know, built your practices. The great thing about trust and word of mouth, as you know, there would be minimal to no new customer acquisition cost. So meaning every trusted word of mouth referral, then, you know, I save, like, I don't have to, you know, we're still going to be advertising like number one, at least for us, but the word of mouth referrals are, you know, they're just like the cherry on the top, the, the cream on the top. It's not always predictable or measurable or whatever, but there's no customer acquisition cost because you just got a referral, a new patient coming into your world, writing a, in your website or calling your practice. And you didn't have to pay for that lead. You didn't have to pay for that prospective patient. Uh, that all comes from the results, which is what you've all done to build your practice. And 11, this leads to growth. This leads to growth. This is how we grow. Um, and this would be on the patient side. So the patient, you know, patient demand side of growth and the therapist or the, you know, the provider, therapist provider side of growth. And, you know, when you have all this, you know, the, the great online reviews, the the patients that love your therapist, the experience, the wow experience of the touch points up front, leading to the plan of care, leading to the evaluation, the peak of happiness, the treatment. Again, the treatment is, you know, basically table stakes nowadays, but all the other touch points is where you can differentiate yourself and your practice. This is how we're able to have some of the other videos that I put out where, where people are paying, you know, thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, per month to work with us. So that's it. Subscribe to the Dave Kittle Show on YouTube. If you find this interesting or valuable or helpful, check us out on iTunes and Spotify as well. We'll catch you next time here. And if you want this Google Doc, just send me an email or comment on the YouTube below. And I'll send you this Google Doc here that I just typed up in real time on this call, on this episode. Subscribe to the Dave Kittle Show. And we'll catch you next time here on the show. Thank you. Bye. 
Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.